instant and I close my bail, fish on. You could literally fish a different spot each day for probably like the rest of your life. Never fish the same spot twice. It's one of my favorite fish to fish for. All right, so you're in Montana. How far of a drive? Fort Peck, where do you have to go? Fort, we went to Fort Peck, Montana, which is on the north side of the reservoir right by the dam. Um, and from Cody here, it's like six hours. And we made a few stops, like, so it took us about eight hours to get there, which isn't terrible. I mean, no, with all things considered, like if we we're coming from Wisconsin, it's probably like a 17, 18 hour drive. Mm-hmm. And just to clarify, you forgot all your trout fishing. Dad had to mail it all to you. No, not all of it. Just a little bit of it. I didn't even oh. end up using any of it anyway. So no. So Bob ran around for you and you didn't even use it. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> um, but no, it was cool. We got there. We only fished for two days, but yeah. Um, got there and we were staying at a cabin. And we were talking to some of the guys and it sounded like fishing had been really crappy that week. Like guys were getting one fish a day or no fish a day, which was a little disappointing because I'd watched a bunch of YouTube videos and tried to do as much research as I could before we went. And yeah. it was like, guys were just hammering them, you know, like <laughs> catching 10, 12 trout a day, like no problem. And then we get there and fishing is just shit. Yeah. But well, you at least caught one nice trout. Yeah. So, uh, ended up catching just one per, there was three of us that went, we only caught three fish, which is a little disappointing, but we also didn't capitalize on all of our opportunities. Like the first day right away, I missed one. I missed two the second day. We missed a total of four the second day. So we should have went, should have caught seven in theory, but I mean, that's the way it goes is what it is. What are you fishing? What were you fishing with? Like poles tip up? So we were just jigging um, and I was swapping baits quite a bit, but for the most part, just classic trout bait, you know, like a four or five inch paddle tail, um, like mm-hmm. tubes would have worked. I just didn't have any tubes with, but I mean, nothing, nothing crazy there. What depth were they at? Seems like we had there, it varied. We fished the 40 to 60 foot range for the most part uh, most of our action came in like 40 to 50 40 to 50. um which is like i just started there because that's where i've done the best when i fish them in minnesota and you know just mm-hmm. fishing in new body water and like it's a western reservoir that gets next to zero pressure so trying to find out any information on it's like impossible yeah so you're basically just going in blind so i just took what i knew and went from there and we had Noah, he had a few buddies that have been up there. So we kind of fished an area that they told him they caught fish the first day. And then the second day, I just picked a spot on the map. Mm. Nice. But dude, it is crazy. Like the reservoir is three quarter or no quarter million acres has more shoreline than the whole state of California. And if you oh, pull up God. a topo map of it, like on Navionics or whatever, mm-hmm. you could literally fish a different spot each day for probably like the rest of your life and never fish the same spot twice. <laughs> it is wild. Like that that's, is. I think that's part of the reason why I'm so intrigued by it. Like, yeah, fishing suck, but I can't wait to go back. Yeah. Go try a new spot. Yeah. Like, so the second day we went, I was like looking and there's like, 
the area up by the dam is probably, I think I pulled it up on Onyx and it was like 11 miles across or something. So it's still big water up there. Yes. You know, and that's where the most, that's where most people fish. But like, even on the first day when we fished up there, there was nobody else on the same reef we were on. Like you can still get spread out. The closest person was probably like a half mile away. That's super nice. Yeah. So like you have, and there's so many spots in that area. Like I looked there and it's like, nah, other people will be fishing here. So I just picked a spot. It was like an hour drive. And literally you could see, I pulled it up on when we were fishing, I pulled it up on Onyx. It was 12 miles one way up the lake and like six or eight miles the other way down the lake. And we didn't see another person all day. Really? And then is it all, is there a bunch of ice roads out there that you can so, No. So, I mean, we're just like, I'd pull it up on Onyx, find uh, some type of access. Like there's camp, we went off campground. Yeah. Um, and there's different, like just ice accesses and like spots to get on the lake. There's not a ton of spots, but definitely plenty. Like you don't have to just go out of the marina in Fort mm-hmm. Peck. But um, so, yeah, I just found a campground. We went off there and the biggest thing, like it's, there's no snow on the ice. There's no snow there right now. Um, the biggest thing we ran into is pressure cracks and pressure ridges. There ended yeah. up being one that was only like a quarter mile offshore maybe. And it was probably like 18, 20 inches wide. So we weren't able to get across it. Um, yeah. So we just ended up walk. We had to walk like a mile to the spot. How, uh, nice. Ice ranged from probably the second day was a little thinner. Um, probably like. 12 to 14 inches and then the first day it was a little more protected water i think um we would i seen anywhere probably up to like 16 18 inches good ice with no snow i'm assuming yeah it was starting i mean it's been a little warm up there so that top layer was starting to get a little soft but it wasn't like yeah. combing or anything yet they're still oh, yeah, you be, said it was what in the 40s 50s a couple days before you went out there yeah and i mean the wind dude when even when we were out there the wind was freaking ripping uh, like that makes it that was like nothing i experienced ice fishing before but that was that was what i was worried about was the wind and that warm temp but that ice is gonna hold up good for a while yet i think yeah well i'm yeah. assuming you're talking 12 miles across with nothing breaking that wind right yeah and it's just like it, bluffs on either side of the lake you know like montana yeah. country typical montana country but there was spots like the day before people staying in the cabin next to us we talked to them they brought some people back to shore that dropped their side by side through so i mean <laughs> there's definitely spots you need to watch out for and these people they showed me a picture it was a spot of open water and they just drove into it oh um yeah and like that we had an issue the second day like it wasn't an issue we just had to like drive around there's a bunch of open water along the shoreline so we just Mm kind of like had to drive down the shore a little ways and then jump onto the ice that ain't terrible no how many so you were you were there all weekend you is right yeah we fished uh we fished friday saturday and then came back here to watch the super bowl on sunday you watched super bowl on sunday yeah who do you want? Dude, I was pretty indifferent about it. It would have been cool. Like, it was cool to see Stafford finally get one after playing for the Lions for f- so long. Yeah. It would have been cool to see Burrow get one in his first full think, season. Yeah, I think uh, my big thing was that love that Burrow-Chase duo and 
just a bunch of young guys that are playing so good. But I agree. I love Cooper Cup and Stafford after being microscope playing for the Lions for so long. It's good to see that it maybe is not him. Right. Yeah. Lions I organization. mean, he, he deserved one, I think. Yeah. No, I like it, it. I'm with you. Um, what uh, But leaning towards the Bengals. Yeah, I mean, I was kind of leaning towards the Bengals, but that was probably just because everybody that was at the party we were at wanted the Bengals to win. Oh, yeah. But otherwise, I was super indifferent. What do you think of the halftime show? Good. Um, yeah. I So maybe I'm just crazy. I, I've all this shit about M, or, uh, 50 Cent. <laughs> oh, or no, like, I didn't notice that at all. I, I would have never my facebook feed and every feed i have is blowing up about that i don't know if you've noticed that but no i didn't actually um but i liked it um big eminem glad that he was like old school stuff not new stuff yep yeah I'm, uh, I, I thought good i thought it was pretty good i mean yeah. and you can see like on facebook like all the gen xers and millennials and gen zers like they thought it was good all the people that were like boomers, they thought it was terrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, they're kind of music. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I thought that was good. Yeah, it was good. And I think that as far as NFL goes, get, they got a ton of rating because of their halftime show. Right. I bet I, millions of people watch that. Watch the halftime show. They didn't mm-hmm. care about the game. Yeah. But. You went you went out for it. I freaking I had to work at five thirty on Monday. I nice. didn't really do anything. Grilled some brats, ate some jalapeno pop, then uh, barely made it for the whole game. <laughs> nice. Yeah, we just went over to one of Noah's buddies' places, and I mean, well, here it's we're an hour behind you, so I'll still yeah. home by nine o'clock or whatever. Yeah, that's nice. But yeah. Uh, dude i just can't say enough about four pack i'm like dude if i could fish there i would say screw fishing in minnesota and fish there all the time well what's the summer fishing like there i mean i'm sure it's good i just don't think there's a market for it like as big of a market for guiding there as like ely or anywhere in minnesota it's got to be it's got to be more like big fishing water than though right i mean oh yeah not like, going out in a 12 foot dinger yeah like that you could that this lake's big enough to where like we didn't experience it really but i guess there's lunar currents out there at times oh, yeah. which is like great lakes type stuff mm-hmm. um so yeah that's like the type of shit you're dealing with like if you were where we fished the first day if you were out there on a west wind in a boat you'd probably be sitting in like if i had to guess probably like six eight footers i don't know it's yeah big water yeah but it's which so be, cool which would be fun but also i mean totally different from what what you're used to in minnesota right and i too i joked with uh rachel that i was gonna not go guide for butte creek i was just gonna tr- go troll for lake trout in the fall and then glass the shores for deer and then go kill a big deer heck yeah <laughs> that or what huh she didn't like that or what she just laughed i think oh, it's a good idea 
I don't, yeah, why not? I mean, it's all public land on the shoreline. Yep. Do what you got to do. Tell her you got to make your own name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I want to try to Anything get, I wanna get a, I want to get a group together for sure for at least one trip next year, just because it's one of those things where it'd be fun to do with a big group. Yeah, I'd be right down for uh, January, February. I think it's better, like, just from everything I've gathered, it's better fishing in January. We were talking know. about buying a camper. Maybe I make that purchase in 2022. Dude, it'd be cheaper for you to stay at a cabin than pull your camper out here. True. Way out there, probably. Literally, like, the cabin we stayed in was, like, 200 bucks a night. How much? 200 a night. Um, and there was two queen beds, two twin beds, like a room, like you could have put up a couple cots in there if you wanted to, you could have slept someone on the recliner if you absolutely had to. And the lady told Noah when he booked it, like, they don't give a shit how many people you pack in there. Super nice. Was it Airbnb or no? So it was like, uh, it's called Lake Ridge lodging and bait shop or something. It was like a bait shop. And then they had uh, some motel rooms and then like 10 cabins, I think. Oh, oh, nice. Um, For dude, 200 it's bucks like, a night. Yeah, that's that's super cheap. Yeah, like, and there was just three of us. So if you got like six guys or whatever, even like yeah. that's dirt cheap. Yep. But it's crazy. Like four pack is there's nothing like it makes this part of Wyoming look super populated. Mm-hmm. Like four pack is tiny. This bait shop was like the only place that wanted two small gas stations, I think, in four pack or something. And they had two gas bombs, but it's just like wild. You better have everything you need before you go. Otherwise you're paying an arm and a leg for it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, with everything, everything you got to pay for arm and a leg for, I feel. I know, but just beating BFE, like cost goes up. Yeah. Like I bet you it was cheaper. I didn't even look at the price of like what their beer was there, but I bet you it was cheaper to drink at the bar across the road than buy beer from there. Really? I've, for the way everything else was priced, I'm sure. But I, I mean, that if I was those people, I'd be doing the same thing. Because, well, yeah. like, if you need it, you have no choice but to buy it there. Yeah, it's not like you can drive down to the nearest Walmart and grab what you want. Right. Now, I think, too, I'm, I might, if I have time, probably, like, do a week. During the week trip, I might run up there for a late ice pike. We'll see. No, that'd though. be fun. Yeah. And, I mean, like, you can four-pack runs pretty much north and south. Like we, like I said, we fished all the way on the north side of it. Yeah. Like if you fished on the south side of it, you save yourself like hour and a half, hour forty five minutes of driving. So I think that's what I would do for pike fishing. At least, I, to me, it looks like there's better trout water up on the north end. I'm sure you could still catch them down on the south end. Mm-hmm. But as far as like pike and walleye, I think I would fish the south end just to save a little drive time. Yeah. And it like it's still. I'm sure there's pike in every bay that has a creek running into it. And yeah, I'm sure there's a ton of them down on the south end. Oh, dude, I didn't tell you the people in the cabin next to us. They got there the same day we did. So they fished Friday and they said they didn't mark a single fish on Friday. And I was like, damn. And these guys, like you could tell they knew what they were doing. Like the guy had a four seater Ranger with a, one of those fishing topper things on it tracks, like, Oh, These yeah. guys don't money for ice fishing. Yeah. And then the second day they go out and they catch a 
37 inch 19 pounder and like yeah. a low 30 inch 12 pounder and a couple other nice ones i guess what were the ones you were catching uh the ones we got so that's like like i said fishing was tough and we didn't get the quality fish i wanted we caught like all our three were like three to five pounds biggest mm-hmm. one was probably like five pounds um which i mean isn't a bad fish yeah but I was hoping more just because you see so many of those like seven to tens get caught out there. That's really what I was hoping for. Mm-hmm. And two, who knows, like the spot we fished the second day, like I said, like I was saying earlier, we had to walk out there and it was like a mile walk without the yeah. four wheeler. So we were pretty limited on being able to go try a different point or a different hump or whatever. Um, so I was kind of wondering if like, it's just like, say that spot only has three to five pound or three to six seven pound fish on it you know like if it's a thing where certain size class fish hang out on certain spots and they don't mix yeah i don't know because i've spent two days out there so the last one i lost i lost hooked up like in the last 30 minutes of fishing was definitely the biggest fish that i had felt all week and probably the biggest fish any of us hooked into but of course i lost it like a quarter of the way out that's tough <laughs> dude and i i still don't know why i lost it like i the only thing i can think of is like not a good enough hook set yeah um but well, yeah it, i mean it's tough when you're reeling something in that's 40 feet down i mean it's just a long time for stuff to go wrong yeah and i mean i don't know it was just one of those things where it's like hook set biting them a little bit and then just instant pop like it was gone I was like, and son of a bitch. No line break or anything? No, but talking about a line break. So I never like guiding, never like the line doesn't break unless we get snagged. Like, yeah. You know, I don't worry about break offs. Literally in the first five minutes of the first day, I dropped down. And it was my second hole. So maybe we were like fishing for like 10 or 15 minutes. I dropped down, closed the bail, jig like three times, have one just come in, smoke, like just smoke the bait. Set yeah. the hook line freaking breaks on the hook set. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? What were you like, using? I was using a jig wrap at that time, but like, just like right away, first fish of the morning, I break off, which never happens. It's like, yeah, this is a real great way to start the trip out. <laughs> Stupid. And then the fish I did catch, the one I did land. Yeah. Um, was the second day literally the very first hole so i'm using a new rod case and i have to break down my reel handles every time mm-hmm. i'm not used to that so like i was just not thinking about it i dropped down it was like 41 feet dropped down to like 10 feet off the bottom closed my bail instant like didn't even do nothing i closed my bail fish on i set the hook and then i go to grab my reel handle and it's still folded in and i was like <laughs> oh. so that was like a whole mess and I'm like trying to reel with a real handle that's not working. But that's the one you landed? Yeah, we got that one. <laughs> but it's been so long since I've had good trout fishing. Like, And I haven't spent much time lake trout fishing in Minnesota. Dude, I miss it. It's one of my favorite fish to fish for. Yeah, I know, dude. I'm, I'm bummed this year. Like, it is. Just especially ice fishing because you get to watch them on your backs. Yeah. Like the, how they chase it and like they hit it, fight. Like, I don't know. It's awesome. Yeah. I love trout fishing in general, but even those, you know, those not big ones that we caught two years ago out in the boundary waters, mm-hmm. that was fun. Some of the funnest fishing I've ever done. Yep. 
But yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know what else to say about it other than that. I can't wait to go back. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. I got that might be a next year plan. Put yeah, it on the calendar. Definitely want to go. Like we're talking early part of January, like early to mid part of January, going for sure. Like if I'm working out here again next winter, I'm probably going to try to get up there a handful of times. Yeah. Yeah. That would be nice. Like, Especially for when I come up, you can just guide me like everything else. Yeah. Pretty much what I do. Put you on your first Turkey. Mm-hmm. Then I put you on your first lake trout. Mm-hmm. Put me on my first, uh, fishing for and caught walleye yeah caught walleye before but i've never been like i was always fishing for bass yeah that's just what i do yeah but well, yeah i mean you got anything i don't think so i mean it's still deep winter in wisconsin it's cold that's it i'm, I'm waiting ready. i'm, I'm ready waiting for, for spring yeah i want i want like just a couple warmer days while it's still frozen so i can go cut some trees and get some work done yeah but and maybe i'm just but i ain't going out in negative 20 to go cut some trees i don't blame you i probably wouldn't be either so you guys you guys have just had a ton of that weather haven't you yeah yeah it's been basically the second half of january into now uh, there's been a couple warm days in there scattered you know maybe two or three day string of it and always it's been i'm getting in my work truck at negative 13 base temperature you know so yeah. screw that like yeah. it was i think it was probably uh, maybe in the 40s here yesterday yeah that'd be nice and then, and then like i could go out and do stuff right sunday it was like 50 it was really nice yeah i would love to get some get some uh get some trees cut and then get it mapped out where that second food plot's gonna go so i can figure out if I got to cut anything or if I'm just going to spray some um, basic, I mean, roundup essentially on it. Mm -hmm. and then not this weekend, but next weekend, the 26th, we're doing a big old sausage making day with Seth. So maybe I'll, well, maybe we'll do a little informative talk on that. Yeah. Doing antelope brats, venison brats, summer nice. sausage, and probably some um, breakfast sausage links. Nice. I made some Rachel and Noah got a bunch of buffalo meat from Noah's dad. So I made some buffalo burgers last night. Nice. That sounds good. It was pretty good. Yeah. All right, guys. I think that's all for today. So thanks for tuning in and keep on living a life worth reading about.